Sometimes your greatest strength is also your greatest challenge. In the case of GRISP, one such hurdle is clearly the global scale of the program. In short, focusing and streamlining the activities of over 900 R&D partners worldwide. But GRISP director Boss Bowman sees the magnitude of the program as an asset. Essentially, more resources to share and more opportunities to minimize redundancy. And he sees another important justification for a more cosmopolitan approach. Another reason why we need to look globally is that many of the problems are global. So taking now a completely different example is greenhouse gas emissions, water scarcity. They don't respect national boundaries. They cross. It doesn't help in, um, in mitigating the greenhouse gas emissions in the Philippines if Vietnam would continue emitting them on a larger scale. So that's a completely different aspect of the collaboration or the need for it because you need to work globally because it's a global problem. And when it comes to rice, it's all too easy to make the world revolve around Asia. After all, over 90% of the world's rice is produced and consumed in Asia. But GRISP has never been just about Asia. It cannot afford to be. Rice supply and demand won't allow it. And for many countries, the prospect of rice self-sufficiency is as endangered as farmable land or accessible water or adequate farm labor. Sub-Saharan Africa is a good example. We import a lot of rice into Africa. Dr. John Manful is a grain quality scientist with Africa Rice and a GRISP theme leader. We spend a lot of money importing rice into Africa because rice is becoming more and more and more important in our diets. We cannot afford to continue in this trend whereby um, foreign currencies are used in importing rice, which we can uh, grow and um, you know, save the money for something else. So yes, um, Africa is not a huge producer of rice like Asia. Rice is not as important in our diets as a continent as, as in Asia, but um, we are eating more and more rice. And when John Manfield talks about money and rice, he doesn't see a bank. He sees a farmer. We used to say back home in Ghana that um, when there's a good season, there's a bumper harvest and the price goes down, the farmer loses. When there's a bad season, you know, the price is up, but the quantities that they have to sell is low and the farmer loses. So he's always at the losing end. And to also appreciate how much effort goes into cultivating these crops, I, I think um, they deserve a little better than they're getting. Latin America, like Africa, is not usually on people's radar when it comes to rice. Gonzalo Zorilla, outgoing director of the Latin American Fund for Irrigated Rice, has spent a career trying to change that. I'm frequently trying to convince people that we are not just a dot in the map. Latin America is a dot in the map if you look at numbers. It's 4% of world production. But you may say that it's not relevant. And I say it's very relevant for the region, Latin America has around 300 million people, nothing compared with Asia, but it's a lot of people. And 200 million of these 300 million are race-based diets. If you go from in the northern part of Latin America, Mexico and Guatemala are corn-based, and the very tip, Uruguay, Argentina, and South Brazil are wheat and potato-based. The rest of the countries are rice and beans-based. So it's very important for the population, and it's very important especially for the poor. But Dr. Zorilla and other GRISP collaborators in Latin America are not just looking toward their own poor. They are looking outward, globally. They believe Latin America can lend a helping hand to those countries 
for whom rice self-sufficiency is not an option. The, the, the region has a huge potential to produce big surpluses. Today, the region as a whole is like a balance. You have some areas that import rice and some others that export. So it, it's balanced, but the potential for, for increasing rice production and um, the land availability, the rice sectors development that we already have are very well suited to say, well, we can increase two, threefold rice production and be uh, a key partner for the, for the needed areas of other parts of the world. And this underscores a simple reality that GRISP has embraced. Rice security, for those who are poor and hungry, or those who are not, is a global challenge. It requires a global approach to find global solutions. For Erie Radio, I'm Michael Joyce in Los Baños, Philippines.